I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go lonely, letting go of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. The Enneagram. It's a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I am a philosopher, pastor, writer in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is the TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We are... Doing a deep dive yep. into each of the types. We like deep dives. It may be the case that you skipped episode one because it was about the ones, right. and you're not a one, but you're a two. We're going to talk about pride yep. and why you're jumping to the twos. Yep, just skipping right over the others. It's just all about you, isn't yeah. it? Two yeah, it's got to be this. jerks. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Actually, it's the case that just to reset this up, we normally pick a topic, go around the circle, we have picked a topic which is the basics of all the numbers, and that's going to take way too much time for a single podcast. Right. So we are going around the circle with basics, Yep. and we are hitting the twos today. And I like twos. Yeah. I have some great relationships What's with What's not twos. to like? What is not to like? Right. Twos are fantastic. Yeah. Hey, two, you're fantastic. It's true. We love you, twos. <laughs> what do you appreciate most about the twos in your life? Uh... Like twos, I am not very good at asking for things that I need. And uh, good, healthy twos in my life are going to automatically step into those places and help fill those needs for me. Mm. So, Of all things, twos strike me as deeply thoughtful people. Mm -hmm. They are thinking repressed, mm -hmm. but have a perspective on the world that when I listen to them mm -hmm. and they've engaged something well and with their full self. Yeah. They bring perspectives that I just hear nowhere else. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to sit and listen to this person because they're amazing. Right. We obviously, we do nonprofit work, man. The ship sinks without the twos. It's true. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, twos and sixes. We can't do it without them. And yeah, some of you will know this. Um, my, my mom had been in the ICU for months, and it is almost entirely twos mm -hmm. who are doing the work, yep. who are surrounding us, sur surrounding my family, being present there, able to shut down their own emotions and just do some hard work. Mm -hmm. So important. Um, so we're going to be talking about the map for twos, because we say this every time, that the Enneagram is a map. Yeah. And it's going somewhere. And the place it's going is happiness. The place it's going is holistic living. The place it's going is joy. Yeah. Uh, you and I have got really into stories. The, the, the excellent work of Donald Miller mm -hmm. reminds us that every story, your story, my story, all great stories are about a character who wants something and overcomes adversity to get it. 
And what you want to get is joy. And we're going to talk about all the obstacles for twos in getting to the promised land. So uh, you ready to go with this? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to do about two dozen or so truths about the twos. Um, We're going to start with some names. Cool. Great. like talking to I'm in. uh, (laughs) What do you call the twos? Uh, So uh, we talked about the helper, uh, caretaker. One that we came to is the supportive advisor. Love it. Yeah. The primary desire for a two being uh it's to be loved or needed twos see themselves as loving folks selfless folks helpful yeah. folks yeah their primary motive then is coming out of their uh intelligence there right where where they land on the uh intelligence there so they are in that heart triad they are uh they take in the world through the emotions through the feeling center they're very good at reading other people and where they're at and what they need yeah yeah we have said this in the past but just to unpack it slightly they are in the heart mm-hmm. so they feel first yeah but their secondary center they're right on the line there right. with They're the body triad. Right next to that body triad. So they feel and then they act. Yep. Yep. I have liked, I at least saw one list. What do you think about this? It said um, where ones intuit their feelings, mm-hmm. twos feel their intuitions. Okay. That yeah. struck me as worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I could see it them taking in through the feelings there mm-hmm. what they intuit about the world around them, specifically the feelings of the people around them. Right. And that makes at least made sense to me. Yep. Uh, heart types are a past-oriented type because their underlying feeling is what? It's shame. So talk about twos and shame, twos, threes, and fours and shame. Yes. Well, uh, focusing on twos in that in that space of uh, wanting to be loved and needed, uh, they feel like they are, they have no value outside of their usefulness, mm-hmm. and this is a, a sort of unconscious interior drive at the core of them. They feel like they have no value except for what they can do for others. And so that brings on a sense of shame. Yeah. Yeah. Intelligence center then is about how we perceive the world. Right. And we have routinely been pairing this with our stance Mm -hmm. and how we get what we want. Mm -hmm. And for twos... Uh, their stance is going to be a reactive stance. Right. They are earners. Right. And what they are earning is the attention of others. Right. Because the heart triad desires two, threes, and fours, desire yeah. attention. Yeah. If I do this for you, then you give me the attention that I'm seeking. They are earning that attention. Right. Threes demand it, fours withdraw for it, but twos. Where do you see that with twos or the earning of attention? Yeah, well, it is that it's about favors. It's about helpfulness, usefulness. And um, for a lot of twos, it's this sort of unconscious give to get. And you'll say that to twos and they'll be like, no, I don't I don't ever do that. Uh, but but really, a lot of them, they <laughs> really do. do. And becoming awake to that is is a is a good thing and it's okay. We love you anyway. Uh, no, but being able to name that, this right. is how I function in the world. You do have a desire. Yeah. You do want attention. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Absolutely. That's who you are. Yep. And this is how you get it. Yep. Coming awake to that. Mm-hmm. And and then you can start to, to not be manipulative about it. Yeah. There yeah. it is. 
it will by being able to identify that is going to actually at least awaken you to your shadow. Mm-hmm. I didn't say this with the ones, but all the reactive types, compliant types, mm-hmm. when compliant types, reactive types walk into a room, their question is, how can I be helpful? Ones, twos, and sixes all have that as the mindset, motive. I, I routinely, I feel that way. I know twos feel that way. Sure. I get the sense that sixes feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that, that was always, that was something I read. I forgot where I read that, but that was real helpful for me. Sure. Um, so uh, we'll talk about what uh, the other uh, withdrawn and uh, aggressive types say when they come into the room later. But stance-wise, handful of things you can say about twos. Right. Um, not just that they earn. What else do you know about twos in terms of their stance? Well, the um, being in that that earning space, the it's it's always a reaction to the people that are around them, the things that are that are happening around them, which means their their real focus is on the present. Yep. Their shame is about the past, but the focus for them is on the present moment. What is happening in front of me and how do I react to it? Yep. And so twos are are in that earning attention. It's it's always the people that are in front of me, this the space that I'm in right now, what can I do to be the most helpful? All of those pieces feel like they just fall together here. Mm-hmm. If I feel my intuitions as a two, I enter a room. Mm-hmm. That's my, my primary center. I'm feeling the room and my intuitions about the room. Who can I help? I'm going to earn the attention of those who are here. Mm-hmm. Bang. Yeah. There's a repressed side to twos. Right. What, what is the repressed side? So, so they take in the world through their heart. They feel their intuitions about what to do, but they their repressed center is the thinking space. And so what this means for ones, twos, and sixes is, is that they don't do productive thinking. It's not that they don't think, it's that they don't do productive thinking. So ones react to their feelings, but they don't think about them until later. Twos feel their intuitions, but they don't have a sense of themselves. So twos in particular, they don't think about themselves. They don't think about their own wants and needs. They're moving to fill the needs of other people. Yeah. Outward energy. Right. Ones have an inward energy. Their anger goes inwards. Mm -hmm. Twos have an outward energy. They're going to, again, get the attention of others by serving them where they're at. Yeah. And that's where they connect. Yeah, they're others referenced. Yep. So... The uh, twos, interestingly enough, have no anchor in the thinking triad. Right. They don't share any of the arrows with five, six, seven, mm-hmm. and they don't have any wings. Right. There are only two numbers that have that. It's the twos and the sevens. Mm-hmm. Sevens have no anchor in the feeling triad. Right. Um, everyone, all the other numbers have some anchor in each of the triads. So I've heard one two say that when she goes, I think this is stabile actually, when she goes, uh, when she thinks productively, it's like I have to pack a bag and go there sure. intentionally. Yeah, it's I don't fall into it through one of the wings or go there because of the arrows. Right, it has to be a very um, intentional move. Right, and it takes helpful. a lot of work. Right, like it's it's all the rest of the types, t- except for twos and sevens, 
we have a natural connection to all three intelligence centers. It may not be easy, but but we have a connection somehow. Twos have to do a lot of extra work to tap into their thinking center. So we're going to talk about four triads here to, to get us rolling, show us the map. These first two, the heart is about what do you want. Mm-hmm. Stance is about how you get it. Yep. The harmony triad, which we're gonna, which we've called affect group. I got good stuff for you today. Okay. I learned something. Great. Float this in a, a non-systematic way. Just throw it in here. Awesome. But the what we've called the affect group, or the what others have called the harmony tri- triad, is about how we connect with the world. Mm-hmm. I read in a guy. The reason that there's two different titles is that. The harmony triad is the positive spin on this. Okay. You're an idealist. Yeah. Twos are a relationist. Sure. Three sixes and nines are pragmatists. That's the positive. Yeah. Affect ends up being the negative side. At least this was what was being floated. Okay. So idealists become frustrated. Yep. And relationists repress. Mm -hmm. Pragmatists attach. Yeah, sure. Now you're codependent. The there is the negative side of these things. So mm-hmm. for the twos, um, how do they connect with the world? So twos connect to the world as part of the relationist group. This is twos, fives, and eights. And this is about seeing the world and how everything is related to one another. So it's it's not just you and me, but it's it's also for fives, it's also the data, it's how the pieces connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're all looking at, at how things are related to one another and mm-hmm. how I am related to the rest of the world. So for twos, I'm related to the world via my helpfulness, but via uh, through the ways that I serve other people and, and sort of the favors that I'm storing up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a negative side to this, Absolutely. as I said. Yeah. So the, the, this is also called the rejection group or the re, we like the word repression because twos, fives, and eights all repress their inner desires in order to get the things that they want. So in that relation place, it's, it's my needs don't matter. How do I serve the needs of others? Yep. That seems to be one of the better illustrations of how the Harmony Triad works for me. Right. I, I really connect that. to that quickly in terms of thinking about twos. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You just shut down your own needs. Right. Your energy goes out. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. The things that you want is attention. And if I just help enough, if I'm good enough at this, then I'm going to get the attention that I desire. Right. And that's how I connect with the world around me. Yeah. Here's the unfortunate thing about that. Is that you don't pay attention to your own needs. <laughs> there's there's a couple of them, actually. And well, let's go there for a second. I yeah. had a different one in mind. But go, well, that's, uh, yeah. that's uh, shutting down to your own needs means that you are not taking care of yourself. Yep. The other side of that is that sometimes your help is not helpful. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking is you want a certain kind of attention. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the love that mm-hmm. I think you want, mm-hmm. and it's just not working. Sometimes it's not what we want. There is uh, the last of the triads, then is the coping style. Right. And so you face a problem. I'm just not connecting to the people around me. 
um, I'm things are not going well in my life. And mm-hmm. each each of the types relates to problems in a different way. Right. Uh, how do twos relate to the problems that they face? So twos try to solve problems through what's called a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. This is twos, sevens, and nines, and we all essentially ignore the problem or we say there is no problem here. Don't look over here. There's no problem here. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It's everything's going to be fine. We all do it in particular ways and twos. There are ways to serve. Therefore we're not going to face the problem. Yeah. Talk about that. I know where you're going there. Yeah. So uh, the, that needs to get the easiest way to, to explain this is to describe codependence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so imagine the parent that ignores their child's drug problem Yep. and, and therefore enables it. Mm-hmm. This is because of the positive outlook. This is, I do not want to face this problem. I'm just going to love them and the problem will go away on its own. The issue is that that's not real, that you're just enabling their their addiction. Yeah. And like all the ways that coping style works, you can do that until you crash. Right. This is the move in the Enneagram. It seems to me at this point, this is where you go to your stress number. Mm-hmm. It's when that coping style doesn't work. Right. Then you have to go to a different number to solve the problem, as right. it were, to take on elements of a different personality type perhaps it's it's not different than yours but it is you're going to solve the the problems that you face in a different kind of way Mm -hmm. that strikes me as worthwhile for stress numbers and twos reflect eights right on the high side and on the low side when faced with obstacles so you want yeah and we we can't say this enough you your motivation never changes when you go to your stress and security points your motivation does not change you go to those points to get some of the behavior of those types. And hopefully in stress, that will help you get back to your own behavior. Yep. So when twos go to eight, they pick up some of that behavior. They pick up some of the strength, some of the sort of domineering, some of the um, control aspect of eight. They pick up the energy and the get things done. Yep. And that could be, we will, we should specify this. All this, all the types have a healthy face and a unhealthy face. Right. Or what with the stress numbers, we're going to call the high side and the low side. Right. The high side of eight, if for a two who is in stress, moving into that space, it seems to me they gain clarity from Mm -hmm. their, that eight. Mm -hmm. They, they, can gain the boundaries mm-hmm. that eights naturally throw up. Yep. On the low side, however, as you were saying, yeah. domineering. They, they controlling. Controlling. It is yeah. we are going to do things the way that I want them to be done yep. because that is how all of us will be the happiest. No more positive reframing at that point. Right. It's now now it's business time. Yep. And we're gonna move this forward so that I can be positive again yeah Yeah. and that's the secret i suppose to the stress number isn't it it's i go to stress in order to solve a problem and then i'm it allows me to go back to my natural type yeah and it's we we all go to stressed to our stress numbers when we're stressed out 
like in places of stress, we automatically go to that stress number and pick up some of that behavior. When you are more aware of it, when you become attuned to what's happening, when you have done some work, then you can go there on purpose and you can go there to get something that you need. That was something that we heard this week and we went to a conference Mm -hmm. and I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. In terms of being intentional Mm -hmm. about going to your stress number because sometimes you need to intentionally solve problems and that's the best way to do it. Right. I found that really helpful. Yeah. The move is organic. It can be intentional. It can be intentional is a good one because uh, often when you go to the low side of your stress number, it is because now you're in a panic. Right. And you have like everything's blown up and you're just stumbling, fumbling, falling into the low side. And for the two, that means, okay, now I'm going to dominate this yep. situation. Yep. Um, but the two who says, this isn't working, I need to find boundaries. Mm-hmm. I need to get focus. It's going to be a real tool. Yeah. And strength to stand up for myself. Woo. Come on. That's a big one that twos need a lot. Yep. Um, Yeah, well played. So that's going to bring us to the shadow. And again, um, all great stories are about a character that wants something. And what they want is displayed in their type. Mm -hmm. You want the attention of others is how how you get it. And you overcome obstacles in order to, to get that thing that you want. The obstacle to twos actually getting the healthy life that they desire is overcoming their shadow. Uh, We have done extensive work in our first series on the shadow side. Um, The sin of twos, the fixation of twos, and the fear of twos. uh, Let's talk about that. The sin of twos is pride. Mm -hmm. Their fixation is flattery. That is, the pride in their heart moves up into their head as flattery, Mm -hmm. and they fear being unwanted or unworthy. Right. Thoughts on on those three ideas? Well, the um, like you said, we we have done a lot of work in our first series about this, so I highly recommend going back and looking at at listening to those three episodes. But um, that that fear, uh, being unworthy, being uh, un unworthy of other people's love and affection, and it's um. Like it drives so much of what they do and it's, it's, um, this is why they are trying to earn their affections because they don't feel like they themselves are worth it. Mm. So as that, as, as their earning gets them the attention that they're looking for, they start to feel like they deserve it. Yeah. And that's that's what that pride is for them. All my energy has been going towards you. Yeah, I've given you all the things, and I have that I feel like you need, and you owe me now. Yep. And that is what we're talking about with pride, right? Yeah. And that expresses itself as the flattery in your mind. Right. That I want others to tell me that I've done the good thing for them that I've done. Right. I want them well, to, and, to, and I want others to tell me that I am good. That I am. Uh, I I want the kind of praise that comes from earning the things that I've done. You're so necessary in my life. Right. You are so loved. Absolutely. You are the one that yeah. makes all this go. Yeah. You have done all the work 
what would we do without you? Yep. I All need, of that is flattery. And it's the need for that. Yep. That is the fixation. Mm-hmm. The uh, twos will manipulate others on this front by finding others' needs and desires, by being, this is the dark side of their radar, mm-hmm. um, outward radar, yeah. is that they can identify the needs of others and then maneuver in to create codependency. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on manipulation in twos? Uh, most of the twos that I've talked to, once you once you start to throw around the word manipulation, you can start to see the shame creep up in their eyes. Ah, and they're okay. Let's talk about that because yeah. just like ones who don't want to be criticized, mm-hmm. if you make a two feel ashamed, I imagine they're going to check out as well. Uh, and I, it, it depends on how safe the space is. I think. I suppose, there you yeah. go. Um, calling out manipulation in a really direct way in front of people that they're they want to impress probably yeah. isn't a safe space. Drawing attention to the fact that twos are manipulators that is a lot more vague. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to see this with all the types. All the types manipulate in some ways, right? Because all the types want something, right? And they're going to have ways that they can get what they want Mm -hmm. in shadow-like ways. Yeah, and two's manipulation is very much about that give to get. Yep. There is the, uh, how would you call this? Like the, the, the prickly side of two's who, if a two is not healthy inside, feeling like they're wanted, Mm -hmm. even, uh, secure in who they are, they may like all the other numbers, thrust that on others yeah. and make other people feel unwanted, uh, undeserving of love mm-hmm. and generosity and attention. Yeah. And it's that shadow side of their own desires. And sort of spreading around their deficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Riso and Hudson list uh, for eating disorders and addictions that twos can struggle with abusing food and over-the-counter medications, binging, especially on sweets and carbs, overeating from feeling love-starved, and hypochondria because they're looking for sympathy. Right. I thought that that was that last one got me. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the heart. It's like, yeah. oh, I could see that. And that would be that would be such a difficult place to be. Yeah. If, um and obviously we all hit places where things just aren't going well. And this would be an expression of I'm not in a good spot. Right. Right. Any any thoughts on that list? Did anything pop for you? Um we talked about this before, and I feel really uncomfortable saying it because I feel like it, it it paints a really unpleasant picture. But but the idea of the the overweight cat lady, um, I don't want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> there there is something about I can't get the attention from others, but my body needs to feel something, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to get that. Through through a sugar fix, yeah, and um, and it's um, like the the trope of like the it like the romantic comedy trope of the person who, in their unrequited love, eats an entire carton of ice cream. Right, that's what we're talking about here, yeah. and it's 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 a trope in that sense. But but when well, twos do this, like it is about filling that void 
with something else. Yeah, there's there's a truth behind that. Right. And let's just name what that is. Yeah. In the same ways that ones have a tendency to abuse alcohol because it silences the critic for a minute. Right. The two may be have that tendency to indulge sweets because it gives their their body some feeling of you know it's 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 meeting the fix mm -hmm. um or it's uh it's scratching the itch yeah there yeah um and that's worth worth naming being right. aware of right these are places where uh my shadow is unveiling itself uh, lastly, and these are just so good. Uh, this is another uh, list from Riso and Hudson in their blue book, The, the Wisdom and the Enneagram. Um, they say, twos believe um, this truth. I will become present to my life only when I am loved unconditionally by others and feel their love. When others totally appreciate my affection and sacrifices and meet my emotional needs. Then I will show up. And all the numbers are going to struggle with this. Right. That they have a basic desire and they don't feel like they can show up and be present until. Right. That's met. And as with all the other numbers, this is an unreachable goal. Yep. And so what we've been pitching is there's a way to flip Riso and Hudson's list. And there's an affirmation here mm -hmm. that twos can, be can believe um, in their state of rest, when they intentionally go to places of silence and solitude and, and, and prayer, they can recognize in those spaces of rest that you are loved unconditionally mm -hmm. by the God who made you, by the people that you've invested in. When you rest, you can feel their love. When you rest, you can, you can actually begin to identify the places where your sacrifices have actually meant quite a bit to the people in your, your life. It's often when we're on that treadmill of, I need to earn, I need to earn, I need to earn. I'm not able to see all the things that I've earned. Right. You know, and I imagine, I know that's the, the case for, for me as a one who is also an earner, that it is when I get off the treadmill, that's when I can see the things I've earned and, and uh, it requires rest to get there. Right. So there are some wake-up calls. And this is, again, from Riso and Hudson. One of them is a fearful recognition that their efforts to draw others closer are actually pushing other people away. Yeah, and uh, this is... All of these are going to be, like, things to watch for, to, like, when you experience this, this is something that should point you to the places of where you can grow. These are ways to sort of come awake to some of the unconscious behaviors that are causing problems in your life. So if you all of a sudden are recognizing that, that trying to pull people in is actually pushing them away, then maybe you have some work to do. There is a belief in many, uh, I imagine with ones, twos, and sixes, that it is up to you to go out and to win over the people in your life. It's fully your responsibility. Oh, man, I can't imagine living with that. 
right? <laughs> that's not, that's, this is not how you understand the world at all. Right. Yeah. That's I, that's not a thing in me. This is absolutely my radar. Sure. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And when you become awake to that, maybe you have some work to do. Yeah. There was a phrase that they listed uh, as just a, uh, here's a red flag. Mm -hmm. If it ever pops into your head or into your uh, what you're saying to another person that I'm doing this for your own good. Oh, sure you are, because you know what's <laughs> best for me. This is this is a this is a siren that you go off and eh, that's, right. that's probably not. Um, there is lastly uh, the self-deceptive, being aware of 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 one's own self self-deception. Well, this one's super tricky because so much about twos is self-forgetting. Yeah. So. And and like twos and nines in particular are, are really bad about f focusing on ourselves, but but twos, it's it's unconscious shutdown of my own desires, but then that pride sort of sneaks into it. So you think that the things that you're doing for others entitles you to attention, affection. Um, other favors if you are going if i am taking care of you then you are going to take care of me and so if you have that sense of entitlement that hope like maybe it's time to wake up to that yeah we're going to talk more about here in just two seconds what what that looks like mm -hmm. uh the last thing that hits me with the wake-up call is what twos really want is unconditional love yeah but often is twos will settle for mere kindness from the people around them. Right. And knowing what you truly want and finding those relationships, investing in those relationships that provide that, is that, is that the worthy? No. You know what the worthy call is, is finding unconditional love first from the creator who made you and unconditional love for yourself. Right. That's where it starts. And then as that builds, it actually spills out to the people around you. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. What's the road to health? The road to health. What happens when twos let go of their need to be needed? Well, they get to present some really, really great things that the rest of us need. Yeah. Uh, so all types have a holy idea. This is sort of a, a reflection, a refraction of the divine. And twos refract freedom or holy will. This is the one that's most complex for me. Sure. I believe it's, is it the case that God has gifted me with freedom from needing to please everybody all the time? Mm -hmm. or freedom from the expectations of others, the need to get my attention, affection from those around me? And... Um, in that space of self self forgetting to do everything to serve other people and ignore their own needs. And when you are filled with unconditional love, when you don't need to serve others in order to have your own value, then you get to do whatever you want. Oh, there it is. The virtue associated with twos is humility. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the opposite of the pride that, that can seep into the heart. But when one embraces this holy idea, then the fruit, the result, the virtue that materializes in your character ends up being that humility. Yeah. And we will know twos who are fully alive inside, confident in who they are, 
having done that work to turn inward and expresses itself. Yeah. In I'm serving not out of some need. I'm serving out of the lavishness that's within me because I've done the hard work of doing internal work. Right. Right. And it's not it's not the the kind of false humility that you can pair with flattery. Like yes. like that sort of like oh stop but but beckoning on still. It's it's true. I am not doing this for for praise. Yep. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for you. Yeah. Truly humble people forget about themselves. Right. Um, truly humble people in... In well, healthy ways. Yeah, in healthy ways. That's yeah. it. Um, some healing attitudes that Riso and Hudson pitch are for twos. And I loved this list for all of them. These are so good. Uh, healing attitudes. Maybe I could let somebody else do this. Maybe this person is actually already showing me love in their own way. Maybe I could do something good for myself as well. Yeah. These are all great things to just pick up, hold hold on to, wear, say it out loud every once in a while. Those have power. Yeah. Come on. Uh, when, when twos are healthy, what do they bring to the rest of us? Well, they bring a lot of the things that they're trying to bring already. Um, they just bring it without strings attached. <laughs> Ooh, true. Yeah. So, so that that care, the compassion. Um, I said earlier that that I I'm not very good at taking care of myself, and and twos, good healthy twos, help me take care of myself, and and like that's that's something that people need sometimes. We all need a little help with that, and and so bringing that that sort of intuitive serving but without any strings attached mm -hmm. is greatly beneficial to the world. Yep. There is something about twos in my life who are real healthy that there is a, I'm with you in this. Mm -hmm. There's a solidarity there yeah. uh, that you feel. Mm -hmm. This real healthy types we've talked about this before, are going to lead the rest of us. How do twos exhibit leadership in the lives of, of people when they're real healthy? Well, they, they bring the, like that motivation and encouragement um, and, and like real support. The idea that there's always someone standing with you. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when twos are in really secure places, um, just like there's a stress point, there's also a security point, and twos go to four. And, and so they bring out that sort of that, that personal awareness of four um, and, and awareness of the beauty of others. So like when twos are, are able to to step out of places where they're, they're giving to get, where they're um, prone to codependence. Like they are able to support and encourage and, and care for people to become their best selves because everyone has something great to offer and twos want to, to support people in becoming that. Yeah. Yeah. Superpower. Yep. All the types have superpowers. Push into that. As we'll say at the end, who you aren't isn't interesting. Right. That serves the rest of us so well. Any last words on the twos? Nope. Hey, if you are a two, <laughs> you could help us out tremendously. And we would love you and flatter you 
and no. <laughs> no, those are all the bad things. Those are the bad things. Yeah. We would love for you to pause. Take two seconds. Write us a, a brief review on uh, the streaming service of choice that you got for your podcast. Uh, give us some stars. This helps other people find the podcast and helps us know uh, what's working. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Around the Circle Podcast. The best thing you can do to keep these shows going, however, is you can send this to people that you care about. Um, we will obviously be going through each of the types. So if you know somebody who's one of these types, we would love for you to float the podcast their way. Uh, if you dig our pop culture deep dives, you can help select our new series by going to our Patreon page, which is linked on Twitter, or you can just go to Patreon and search for Around the Circle. We are setting up events for 2020. We do one day and two day <laughs> events for 250 people, and we do leadership teams for up to 20. Uh, and that's what I got, my man. Cool. You got anything else? I got nothing. He's CJ Wilson. He is officially awesome. I am Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are. And you'll set the world on fire. Oh.